Mommy made me mash my M&M. Oh, we are the boys of chorus. We hope you like our show. We know you're looking for us, but now we have to go. Good evening, everybody. It's the Dave Juskow Podcast coming to you. Hitler's birthday, April 20th, 2016. I know because it's also my mother's birthday, and it's also the day everyone gets high. And speaking of getting high, here we are today to talk about the NBA playoffs with special guest Mary Edgerton. Hello. <laughs> the know-it-all of all things NBA. I mean, how can you not do it to the theme? It made me feel really legit, like I was in the sports center. <laughs> I know, it's exciting. Studio. This is the, uh... Yes! Yes! NBA on ESPN! Do you know who that is? That was, that, was that a bad Bill Cosby? No, it's um, Marv <laughs> Albert. Oh, okay. Yes! Nothing? Nope. You don't know who that is? I've and heard the name. And I'm not saying because, um, as an old thing, I would say, I mean, he's still an announcer on the NBA, so I thought maybe you would know. I've heard the name. Got nothing. Can't huh? put put it to a face. Well, again, I'm hoping. Uh, you know, I know I can hear you and everything, and um, you know, you're pretty cool. Thanks. But you know, this is what I was going to say: is that uh, I can never with with my guests. Uh-huh. It always fluctuates. <clears throat> like, so I have somebody like you who's pretty quiet, and this other guest I had, Jeff Caston, and he was uh, quiet. And then I have my friend Irene, who who you saw on the the, the Godfather play as the, yeah. the mother, yeah, who's yeah, yeah, a yeah. mess of loudness. And then when I walk down the street and I listen to the podcast and make sure there's nothing completely racist. Um, Always a good thing to do. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, she's annoying the hell out of me because I kept her thing too loud. But I usually make the guests louder because I can't hear them. Adjust the levels when you edit it, though. Or no, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) I don't like to do any work. I don't like to do any extra work. Okay. But I think I'm okay. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, I mean, I can hear you perfectly. Do I need perfectly. to speak louder? No, you sound perfect. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Mm. Kelly, cool, cool, cool. Um, so anyway, yes, Mary, thank you. By the way, you were just telling me uh, before we started that you mm-hmm. played Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. I'm really glad that you announced that on the podcast. Well, I announced it because as you know, uh-huh. I just went to see my nephew in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Who did he play? The Beast. You've told me this, right? Yeah. Right. So, were you in awe of the transformation scene? Oh, that's, did it change your life? Uh, that's funny you should mention that because I told him and the girl that played Belle that I also played the Beast when I was in high school, and during the transformation scene, people were confused because they were like, "Wait, did he transform?" So, um, yeah, didn't work out. Well. <laughs> Big laughs from the kids, though. Uh, meanwhile, of course. That didn't exist when I was in school, so... <laughs> Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Did it not? Maybe in book form of, a, of an early tall oh, tale. Oh, right, right, but, right. Uh, not in, like, the 1850s. No, yeah. not... Yeah. <laughs> not the uh, the Disney thriller moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when did that come out? So The Little Mermaid came out in about 87, 88. Beauty and the Beast I maybe 90? I think it was, like, early 90s. Yeah. Maybe 90, and that, like, I think it was nominated for Best Picture, wasn't it? It was the first animated film to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. I have a lot of Oscar fun It's facts. funny, when you watch it now, the animation's horrible. I love Beauty and the Beast. It's one of the... Dis- I just watched The Little Mermaid, and the animation was horrible. And in, in today's standards. Oh, if you're looking at it from a technical point of view? Yeah. Okay. 
Because I was going to say, story-wise, it holds up. Mm. Whereas, like, Sleeping Beauty was my favorite when I was a kid, and it does not hold up. It's so slow. It's so sexy. But, right, story-wise, <laughs> is it? Yeah. In what sense? Ugh, I'm trying. It's like... I mean, that I mean it's just Snow like White the definitive the way, damsel right? in distress sort of thing. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen Snow White in a very long time. Well, did you hear what happened on Once Upon a Time? Remember me and Joe were talking about it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, they tried to, watched Once Upon a Time They tried to completely years. make it not sexist. Yes. Where now Red Riding Hood and Dorothy are making out, which normally hey, would be the hottest it's, thing it's I've ever seen. Man. No, there's something. <laughs> it's just not. You know, I enjoy that very much. In, oh, I'm sure in you do. Porn, oh, God, not no. on a Disney oh, show where it, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't seem to belong there. Um, but what I was saying was his uh, performance. You know, it, it, everybody's like, "Oh, he's so good, he's so good," but it's it's all subpar. He's good enough. The girl was amazing because she's Belle. so hot. Yeah, I told you. And he Stop. likes her so much because she really is hot. And she comes out in that beautiful yellow dress. I mean, really, the audience is like, oh, she is divine. I mean, mm. really. I mean, she just looks so beautiful in it. And he's completely obsessed with her. And I think she likes him, too. Now, she's the most popular girl in school. Ooh. I've told you all this, I think. So Belle's Sounds the most familiar. popular girl in school. And he's nerdy. But he's had three girlfriends already. Wow. She has never had her first kiss. And everyone knows this. The fact that I know this is that everybody knows. super weird that you know that. Right. Um, So as you know or may not know, they were supposed to kiss in the end. And everybody was talking about it, you know, and he was very excited because, but he was also nervous. And he transforms and then they're going to kiss. Oh, you're saying before he transforms, they were supposed to kiss. Does he? I don't know. That would make a lot of sense. It was five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was a long time ago. That's hilarious. Plus, um, I was that's backstage. That's so funny. When you said you de- played Mrs. Potts, I assumed it was about 15, 20 years ago. That was <laughs> five years ago? So six years ago. Yeah. Oh, my. This time, six years ago. Well, that is But um, when they were transforming, funny. I was very quickly becoming a human again. So that... Because we all transform transform at the same time, you yeah. know? Because the, the spell is gone. So we had to, like, change really quickly and then all come out and be like, oh, my God, we have arms. Yeah. Well, the girl who played Mrs. Potts... Was, was awesome. Very good. She was only stole 13, but she definitely... No, definitely didn't Titular steal the show. song. Nobody stole the show. <laughs> the show's horrible. 13-year-olds performing anything are just bad. Okay. Because there's no acting involved until you find a diamond mm. in the rough who... There's no acting. They just run through the lines because they have it memorized. They just run through the lines. So it's always never entertaining. Mm. But this one girl sang this one, the one slow song. Beauty and the Beast. I don't think it was the Beauty and the Beast song. Tale as old as time? No, 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 no. She sang... uh, There was another solo that Belle sings. Oh, Belle. Home? Maybe. And she was... You know, it's like one of those things where you're hoping you're going to find an American Idol moment, you know, where one of these kids is that good that they can audition. middle school in New Jersey? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what you're hoping for, that there's going to be something that's going to be unbelievable. Or you could just go to support your nephew. Well, that's what I do. Otherwise, I'd never go. These are horrible. <laughs> I told my sister, I'm like, I'm dying for a high school performance. That's Just how wait. bad it is. And I'm a theater snob. You know me. I see a lot of theaters. So this Dude, sucks. But at least it was Beauty and the Beast, which is an actual enjoyable story. Like we had to do Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Well, I've coat. sat through a lot of other shit before yeah. this. All right. All right. Fair enough. Um, you know, my sister keeps directing nonsense that I have to keep going to all the time, mm-hmm. which is a disaster. But anyway... They cut out the kiss, and I was furious. Well, they're middle schoolers. But still, they were, the plan was to kiss. But do you know why they cut it out? Because they're 13? No. There's no reason for a 13-year-old to cut out a peck on the cheek or something like no, that. Fair. But the reason they cut it out 
and I was livid on the podcast when I found out that this was happening because all the parents were talking about it. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody was very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Let, I mean, the, sto- the backstory of this being her first kiss. That's Wait, all the parents knew that? Everybody knew. That's so creepy. Right, but that's it's, so but it's kind of awesome, too. Anyway, everyone knew, so that's why it made it very exciting. And the director said, you know what, we're not going to do it because when they started to rehearse it, um, everybody took out their cameras and started taping and he goes you know what forget it so you know what I was okay with that that's a traumatizing first kiss for someone so then he just put a stop to it immediately which you know what that's the right thing to do because if everybody's going to be a dick about it Mm -hmm. and they're going to do that in this day and age where you can just do that which is so uncool you can't have one private (laughs) moment anymore then it's completely unacceptable fun fact I wanted to be LeFou did not work out LeFou is the helper Gaston's to Gaston. BFF. So they, they had a girl in this production, and that was hot. That's I guess it's a dude in the in the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was hot. And they, you know, it's sexy having a girl because it would make sense that they would get along at the end and maybe go out. And she's protecting that's him. That's not their vibe at all. And that's not all. sexist. Well, it wasn't this. Well, that's she not does, supposed to be their but vibe. But she does anything for him. She worships him. Yeah. So how is that not sexy? If it's a girl. You see what I'm saying? Mm, I met the girl's mother. Agreed. And I'm like, disagree. oh my God, she's fantastic. Because I like their, 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 you know, their MO together, you know? Okay. Um, but then it becomes kind of sexy. Like it could, all right, not 13 year olds. But I'm saying if this was the way, like why somebody who it will do anything for the guy they're protecting or working with is kind of sexy. Or they're just funny, like odd little friends. This one, like, six-foot-five specimen of a man who's really stupid, and then this small kind of bumbling fool. Oh, maybe I'm – you know what? I'm not thinking – I can't remember the cartoon, so it's not occurring to me that it's a small, bumbling fool. I'm just thinking the way this was in this cast, and I'm like, this could be hot, mm. you know, technically. Remember last year during the NBA playoffs when you watched the Tonys instead of the finals? And you know, Mary, the thing, uh, what else this we have to talk about today? This reminds me of that because I, uh, <laughs> we were supposed to talk about basketball and somehow we've we been talking are, about worry. musicals You know I have to talk minutes. about musicals and the Tony and basketball. This is what I do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is what the entire podcast is based on. Mm-hmm. This is why I can't come up with a name for the podcast. You don't have a name for your podcast? It's just called the Dave Juskow Podcast. How are you supposed to brand this? Uh, that's the problem. But well, what, what? how you know, do I brand it? Bill I was just Simmons' that, podcast is just called the Bill Simmons. Fuck Bill Simmons. And I was going to talk to you about how much I hate that guy. I love Bill Simmons. This podcast today. Bill Simmons is my favorite. All will be revealed of why I don't care for Bill Simmons today. Oh, bring it on. I can't believe you brought him up. That's so weird. He's my number one. (laughs) You know what? Plus, he also has these really unrealistic theories about the Celtics that when I hear them coming from his mouth, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right. Kevin Love (laughs) is going to come to the Celtics. You're right, Bill Simmons. And so is Kevin Durant. You're totally right. (laughs) But he's wrong. I mean, is he from Boston? He's not wrong. It's just not the most likely. Ah, uh, yes, he is. Or he's from oh. Mass. I'm not exactly sure where. And he went to Holy Cross. You didn't go there. Fun fact: my dad did. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Now your dad's a professor somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you went to Cornell. Why is everybody in your Correct. family so smart? Oh, everybody know. in my family, the know. exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're kind of dumb. That's why it's funny, you know, like my cousin knows the Devils. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right he's so nice. I know. So and nice. the Sixers. Yeah, mm. and the Sixers. A little rough go So he's it. so smart. Wait, what are His they? His sister's really smart. His other brother is a doctor. His father was a surgeon. He owns two professional sports teams. 
I'm just saying his entire Successful. family is very bright oh, and smart. I thought you were saying he was like the black sheep. <laughs> well, in a way he is. <laughs> but wait, no, they're all really smart. Wait, and then there was me and my sister question. and my dad who was a bra salesman. Yeah. Have you <laughs> heard any rumblings from them as far as what they would do with the number one pick? They're going to get it again? How many times can they have the number one pick? It doesn't seem to matter. When they play he like shit. He usually tells me. He actually <gasps> usually tells me what the plan is if I ask him. Oh my God. Can you ask him please and then tell me? <laughs> no, because you want it too much. I know. <laughs> I know. You are amazing. You're a very interesting girl. You know that. <laughs> I love that you love basketball. I mean, that's why obviously why you're on the show. I listen. I ask Mary to come on every week because not only is her voice completely perfect for uh, the radio or the podcasting, but um, she is uh, interesting to talk to, especially Thank about you. basketball and your knowledge of basketball. And you helped me it's get out absurd. of a big tight jam after the Super Bowl. Hey, you had hey. me winning a lot of money, <laughs> and I appreciate that too. Yeah, she knows. I stuff. don't condone this. I know you don't. Full but disclosure. You were but you were polite because you were trying to get a friend out of a jam, and I appreciate that. Honestly, it's just because I like to talk about basketball. I know, I know it is. And it's <laughs> if you ask me, like, do you think the Suns will beat the Lakers? I'm like, interesting query. Let's discuss. <laughs> yeah, then she does the research. It's fascinating. Uh, just a couple things before. Before we uh, continue the podcast, that's last night I did um, me, David Tell, Russ Maneve, and myself went to Artie's house and we did the podcast all night. So I am exhausted today. Again, I know I keep giving you subpar podcasts because I'm exhausted coming from Artie's, but you know. Um, it's fun to do Artie's, except this time I knew that he wasn't going to take naps in between because Dave and Russ were there and he respects them more. And oh, I knew things were different nice. that day because he actually opened the door when I came here. Usually somebody else opens the door, uh, Dan is producer, and I don't see Artie for the first 45 minutes. Oh, how nice. And he comes out like as if he should have French doors being like, oh my goodness, Dave Juskow, how are you? Let's get the podcast fired up. But he comes out wearing a jacket with no shirt, just coughing and going, <laughs> okay, let's fire it up. <laughs> That's the exact opposite. I would do it the other way mm -hmm. to the French doors. Yeah, that makes Hello, sense. Hello, everybody. And like a dressing gown. Exactly. Yep. That's the way I picture Bunny my slippers. life. Um, a lady should always come out of her room all ready to go with a handsome gentleman on her arm. Mm -hmm. I got that from the Golden Girls. I have an image in my mind of um, Roger from The Producers. You know, when they go over to his house and he's wearing oh, the Chrysler right. building thing. That is oh, wait, where, no, it's actually Anastasia, but they think he looks like the Chrysler building. That is where that's, I've always wanted to, inter you know, receive guests that way. And mm -hmm. that's why I've always wanted to be Rizzo from Greece. The way I would do it is I come down a spiral staircase with my pink ladies jacket and start <laughs> singing. There are worse things I could do. OK, you see how we're back on musicals again? I, I didn't actually until you pointed it out. <laughs> that was my fault that time. Uh, no, it's it's probably mine. I feel like I had a couple of announcements to get before we get into it, but uh, there's a couple topics before we get to the NBA. Well, maybe we should get right into it, right? Because you're you're just it's raring your to podcast, go. You're man. raring to go. All right, let's do let's let's go into it first, and then we'll go over some other topics. Okay. Um, okay. Here's Hit me up. oh well, look, look what I got. Oh, you have to describe this, but. If you go online, you can find these things. Look what I found. Uh, this artist. Visual guides are great for audio podcasts. I know, but we, well, I have to describe them. Oh, I've oh, seen you've these. Seen this? Yeah, There's yeah, an yeah. artist, a cartoon, like a comic book artist, who made illustrations of the playoff um, contenders. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. So he Although, has. The Cavs Pistons one is hilarious because see. that huge horse oh, is, is like towering over this tiny little cavalier, which unrepresentative of the outcome of that uh, series. 
Right, right. Yeah, no, they're really beautiful things. Well, you know what's really bad is this Raptors Pacers. Wait, let me you know, see. the Raptors is a dinosaur, but the Pacers is... Oh, it's a car. Yeah, because it's the Pacer oh. car from the Indy 500. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Duh. Oh, is that what Pacers stands for? Yes, the sir. The Pacer... The car. Pace car? The Pacer car, yeah. Is it called a Pacer car or a Pace car? <clears throat> I don't know. My dad And the Pace car pacer. is what? That one that goes in front where it starts? To keep the laps, right. Oh, oh, there's... Oh, it always... I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I went to the Indy 500 once. You did? I don't yep. really understand. Obviously, it I was, don't understand. I'm so normal and I'm from the East Coast. I'm so not, I'm I'm not, not from, from Middle America, so I don't understand I. NASCAR. So basically... I understand. You know what I understand about? Theater and the Tonys. Go ahead. Basically, what happens is they go around like 250 times and it takes two and a half hours and it's really effing boring, but... Or super interesting, if that's your thing. But so there's a car that, like, keeps pace. But how, this car is in the, the the track with the other dudes? I mean, doesn't he sometimes get hit or? Honestly, I don't remember. So that's what the pace Oh, the pace because Indiana. Oh, my God. Indiana, I never Indy understood that. I went to a Pacers game the same day I went to the Indy 500, and they wow. lost to the Heat. It was a heartbreaker, man. Because they were okay, so that you went series. To the Indy five hundred and the pace of one. You are kind of a dream girl. You, I know you have, you have a boyfriend now. Yes, Does I he do. appreciate something like that? Because it's know. very difficult to find a girl that would be okay with the same day sporting events like that. It was okay, but that game was a heartbreaker because we were up. 3-1 against the Heat. Oh, and this it was a playoff was like, game? Yeah, and this oh was LeBron-era Heat, so you. big three. And then we lost the la- the, like, the subsequent three you games. You were at the game where the Heat clinched? No, I no, mean, no. It was the f- fifth game. Oh. But then the Heat went on to clinch. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, and I then went on to – no, I think that was the year that San Antonio won. I guess with you, okay. everything is only a year or two ago. I keep th- – you True. know, when I talk, stories are 20, 30 years ago. True. Uh, you remember when Akeem Olajuwon really dicked us over? <laughs> I mean, I know who Olajuwon no, is. No, I know, but I'm just saying it's from 1994. Um, anyway, these pictures. Look at this. The Clippers and the Trailblazers. Look at this one. It's, Clippies. Um, it's a ship, it's a, right? Yeah, ship. And uh, this guy, Jebediah. Uh, <laughs> oh, because he's a trailblazer. And look at Makes this. Sense. The Warriors versus the Rockets. This like an Avatar guy falling off a cliff going after a rocket. Yeah. How about this one? The Grizzlies and the Spurs. This one's gay. <laughs> it's just a bear. I like that one. It's a bear looking at a guy's shoes. <laughs> uh, well, they're Spurs. Oh, this is going to be your new favorite one. I, you've probably seen it, but look at this one. Ugh, I love it. The Celtics, Celtics versus the versus Hawks. The... It's obviously a hawk in the background and, and, a, and a leprechaun. Just watching looking, it. Yeah, just watching it. They're all a little weird, but um, they're interesting. Definitely interesting if you look at them Thunder. online. Thunder Mavs. Now here That's is tonight, the, uh, right? Thunder Mavs? No. No, that was last night. The Mavs won. No, I know. Do you? It wasn't last night. It was the night before. No, it was last night. No, last night was the Celtics and um, ooh, All right, the Spurs. So here, I'll give you this chart. Let's go with over who? it now. Oh, we're, we're starting off with the with the bracket. Well, yeah, let's go let's with the bracket. Let's do it. Now, now let's tonight, dive in. Um, there's another guy we know, David Schechter. He told me to take Cleveland minus the ten and a half. He believes, and he was really right on about the Clippers in last week. Detroit, though. No, no, is it? No, aren't they only? Oh, are they? They're in Detroit. No, no, no. No, they're no. At home. What am I saying? I they're think in this Cleveland. is only their second game. Yeah, it's the second game. I, I know. You're totally they right. They spread it out. My God, remember I told you the finals 
are going to take 18 days to play yeah. if they go to a and game seven. And they're going to be mid-June. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. The playoffs last the span of Game of Thrones season six. They're also quite that's similar what they talk to Game about of the, Thrones season six. <laughs> that's what they talk about the hockey playoffs. That It's a full season. Wait, and question that's for you. ruined the Rangers in a way. Are the Rangers good this year? Like, well, are they going to be in the playoffs? They are in the playoffs. It's already started. They've already in the playoff, and they're already down. Now they're down 2-1 to one to the Penguins. They lost last night at home. Okay. Because no offense to any Rangers fans out there, but... I couldn't care less. I hate the Rangers. It impedes me watching the NBA finals, or the NBA playoffs in general, because... Oh, at a bar? Yeah. Yeah. They always play the Rangers game, which I get get because started because they never play the devil, so it drives me insane. Yeah. New York basketball teams are shit. I get it. But, like, I want to watch basketball. Yeah. So does everybody, except for me. I mean, I like hockey. I like playoff hockey, unless it's the Rangers. I like all watching all the games. I watch everything. Playoff hockey is fantastic. And, you know, I've had bets on it because, obviously, you know, I'm still gambling again. I got to stop. But watching the playoffs, like, last night, what was I watching? Um, No, I wasn't last night. Two nights ago. I was just watching the, I guess the Chicago. No, no, no. I don't. I don't remember. It was three to two, and I'm just, you know, you, when when they pull that goalie and there's only a couple seconds left. I uh-huh. mean, that is just nothing but entertainment, you know. Yeah. What do you got to do? What do you got going on? I'm checking what games are tonight, mm. so I can be knowledgeable for your podcast. I think I know. Thanks all right, for- all right. But how about this one, Mary? <gasps> Kelly Olynyk is questionable for Game Three. For for which team? Celtics. They're playing tonight. No, tomorrow. Uh, no, it, Thursday. I think they have a little. All right, rest. but let me let me ask you this. You Friday. Ready? Friday. You ready for this? Me and Chuck have been talking about this. All right. If I take me. the Golden State Warriors over the Rockets right now today. Yep. The spread is only five and a half. Oh, for the game in Houston. Right. You know why? I do know why. Okay. But even if he doesn't play. They still are going to kick their Five and ass. a half. Shouldn't I take that immediately? Because yeah. then if they announce he is going to play, it's going to shoot up, right? I say yes. And I remember I told you what the Nets said when the year they won, when the Bulls won the championship, and I think that was the year they won the most games until the Warriors just beat them this year. He, Michael you mean Jordan, the record? Yeah. That they broke the famous historical record that they broke? Yes. <laughs> uh, the year when Michael Jordan broke the other record, the record before the Warriors did it. Yeah. They were playing the Nets in the first round. The Do stupid- you know whose record they broke? Lakers? Yes. Like the uh, Magic the Johnson s- uh, Lakers? No, Kareem I think it was Abdul. a Kareem. Yeah, like 70-something. Okay. So that year, he said, if we even lose one game to the Nets... We don't deserve any of this. Oh, I remember that. I told you that. No, but I've heard that before. You've only heard it from me. Okay. Because um, nobody remembers that except me. I don't know why. Because it was the Nets and it made me angry, you know, and I was really embarrassed because I used to like the Nets. So. <laughs> oh, because you're I from believe, New Jersey. Right. Right. That makes sense. But Are you a big Jason Kidd fan? Huge. What do you, what do you huge, feel? No, we used to go all the time. Feel about him faking injuries to get time out. I think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I love it. I always will like Jason Kidd, even though he uh, beats his wife. So what? Um, yeah. Are you serious? Mm, kind of. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry. I didn't know that. Well, probably most NBA players do. I know Steph Curry does, but you know, I would never tell you that. Bite your tongue. Yeah, sorry. Um, he beats Riley. I'm so sorry. <gasps> you can't that you even have to... joke about that. That's horrible. So wait. Um, anyway, what I'm saying is, I believe the Golden State Warriors feel similar about the Rockets. And they're just going to say, if we even let the Rockets win one game, then we stink. At least in the first round, well, you've got to breeze through. They need to win four and oh. Shit. Right. And I, they're not playing well. The Rockets, I hate the Rockets. You know I hate the Rockets. I didn't I know you hated them. I don't hate the Rockets as a organization. I hate Dwight Howard, and I hate James Harden. 
And I hate that they fired Kevin McHale, who's, oh, you know, Celtics. Bird Parish McHale. So you're always a Celtics fan. So who do you hate? It must be somebody in your division. Do you hate the Knicks? No. You must hate somebody in your division. No. The Lakers, man. Oh, well, I It's Celtics Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, it's only, it's never Celtics Lakers. It's always Celtics Lakers. Well, when when was that? In the 70s before you were born? There's never Are been... you serious? 2008, 2009, 2010? Is that who they beat to win? Mm-hmm. Did they beat the Lakers that year? They beat them in 2008. They lost to them in 2010. Wait, they played them in the finals two years in a row? Those aren't consecutive years. Oh. 2008, they the won. Boston went to the finals two years two, in two recently? Yes. Twice? Yes. Oh, I know they won one. The big one three. Are you big serious? Baby Davis. <laughs> That's who you know? <laughs> That's all I know. Not Kevin Garnett, not no. Paul Pierce, not Ray Allen, big baby. <laughs> Glenn Davis. Glenn Davis? That's his name. No, no, it's big baby Davis. I know. Isn't that a heartbreaker? <laughs> uh, like, imagine going through your life being called big baby. It wouldn't bother me so much if... Um, I was making that kind of money. Well, is like, Big well, Baby making that kind of money? I don't know. Who does he play for now? I thought it was the Lakers or something. He played for the Clippers last year, but I oh, I don't know if LA. he's still in the league. Yeah, is he? I don't know. I just like calling him Big Baby Davis. Rolls off my tongue. All it right. does. So let's look at the thing now. That was really the only Celtic you knew from that era, though. Yeah, why would I know the Celtics? I don't know. I don't. You know. I don't have. But any they're just like very famous basketball players. I don't care about basketball at all. <laughs> so you're just humoring um, me. Football. And hockey, and and hockey. Quite frankly, I don't even know any of the players' names. Hmm. Football, I know. There's Bergeron. I don't know who that is. Patrice Bergeron. Isn't he the guy that judges Dancing with the Stars? No, that's Tom Bergeron. Yeah. No, he's the host. Though. He's also a hockey player, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right on the mark. That Tom Bergeron's all right. <laughs> so wait a second. Let's go over the chart. Okay. Go. All right. I'm gonna wait. Where's my wait? Pen? What was Schechter's um? Like theory, you said he had a. Wait, I'm getting up. I'm getting my pen. Where's my? Yeah. You mean his theory about the? Uh, you said he had tonight. No, you said he had like a a magic little key to get you the correct picks. No, oh. no, no. He just had a be- a thing about the Cavs tonight. Like the Cavs will win by eleven. Yeah, because he thinks that they're really pissed that they <laughs> did so poorly against the Pistons the first night. That's fair. Um, okay. Golden State's playing Houston. Who do you think is going to win that series? Golden State. I know. I'm just. I don't know why you even answered. The I'm the, re- the only interesting thing is in how many games. Uh, well, that's okay. We don't have to. Um, <laughs> we don't have to go that today. specific. Well, not this year. I mean, last year we did that. Yeah. Which, um, you know, but I'm never going to check back. Or should I? Should I check your? Yeah. Let's you know do what? that. Or we'll check Mary's picks. Fine. I'm fine with that. I'm okay um, with that. Okay. So how many games? I'm going. Let's four. just go four. Yeah. Four Obviously. <laughs> All right. Uh, Clippers five. against Portland. Can we come back to that? Yes. Okay, cool. Oklahoma City, Dallas. Oklahoma City. Right, because Dallas is a major mess, right? Well, so Chandler Parsons is out for the year. Is that the guy from Friends? Yeah, exactly. Renaissance, new career. Um, How does but then, he like, JJ do Barea the odd couple and play at the same time? Really good time management skills. Mm. Yeah. But J.J. Barea has been playing lights out, and Dirk has like the stats of a young Dirk. Talking about, oh, so he's doing really well. Yeah. So you're saying they have a chance? 
Uh, no. They won last night, so they, they the don't have a chance. This is one and one. They don't have a chance in seven. I just want them to have a chance because a, I think it would make it interesting, and b, if it'll tire Oklahoma, out Oklahoma City. No, so. no, no. If Oklahoma City goes home in the first round, Kevin Durant is gone. He's like that cartoon with the Roadrunner, yeah. where it's just the cloud, and Boston <laughs> is going? a very oh, viable option. Look at you. Everything is Boston related. Yeah, um, obviously. So OKC in uh, how many? Uh Six. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. San Antonio, Memphis. There's no San Antonio there. in four. Yeah, you know what? Definitely, I, they beat I the shit out of Memphis the yesterday. Saddest. I was gonna bet it. Quote: the, 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 the spread was 18. Yeah. Sunday. They got that though. It was like 25. Home, yeah. uh, Sunday when they were playing, I parked my car in the garage and I was walking home. During the game, I forgot to bet the game because the spread was too high. They have an inline game. This is how a degenerate I am. <laughs> they have an inline game. Uh-huh. It was twenty-one that they had to win by twenty-one. They were up by they eighteen did. in the third quarter, and they ended up winning by twenty-five or thirty. I took that bet. They did. Want See, some money back? I heard the saddest quote today that Matt Barnes said that playing the Spurs is like coming to a gunfight with a spoon. Oh, isn't that the saddest? Who's Matt Barnes? He's one of the only viable players left on the Grizzlies. Uh, right, because they're all depleted, right? Yeah, so they're their two best their two best players are injured, and then they traded two of their other really good players during the deadline, and it's just... I don't understand. When you look at this cartoon, it seems like the Grizzlies should really... I mean, that bear looks pretty menacing. It's a- just Against sad. those spurs, against that guy wearing a boot with spurs. Look, at, look how menacing that Grizzly is. I don't know. If you look at this cartoon... Yeah, you should definitely go by that, Dave. Well, that's what I usually go by, which is why I keep losing. Mm, no surprise. All right. Let's go back to the Clippers Portland. What no, do you no, think? no. Can we go back to, like, that? Can, can that be my last one? What? Like, it's going to be the Clippers. Oh, your last one. Okay, got you. All right. I just was going to go. Okay. You know what? It put the Clippers. It's going to be the Clippers. Why do you think that? Portland's pretty good once they get home, right? They lost by 30. Yeah, I know. But well, let's see what happens tonight. Well, do you think they're going to win tonight? It's eight and a half, Clippers. Yes. Oh, you, and you think they're going to cover the spread? Because I might put them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because so Blake gonna, is back. What are they going to do? Uh, Clippers. In how many? Um, five. Five. Okay. And, okay. You give them one game in Portland at home. Yes. Okay. Before this whole thing started, like before that game, I wanted – I mean, I still do because I think it would be fun and just to watch like CP3's head explode. But the Blazers – C3PO? Chris Paul. Um, but mm. the Blazers, I thought would be a really interesting matchup, like Chris Paul against Damian Lillard. But, man, I just think Portland doesn't have the experience. They're not ready. And Chris Paul will drag that team kicking and screaming to the conference. You are, so far, I, you are so completely fascinating. I can't believe you know all these names. I'm so enamored with you. I can't. It's, it's fascinating that, you know, I have no idea who you're talking about. I'm pretty Certainly sure I've I haven't mentioned anyone who ha- is not an all-star yet. Well, that's okay. <laughs> All right, so Cleveland, Detroit. Cleveland. I assume in the first round, at least, we're going with. And you know my uh, model that I did on uh, the Red Eye Show, where uh, you yeah, know, facing the candidates on that. I say five. Make five. it interesting. Right. Well, Detroit made it very close, but I think that was a scare. Where I think they might win it in four. That's my theory. We're going to say I five bet, for you. I bet they like get one in Detroit. Because Detroit is Detroit. a punishing team. They make you work for it. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Miami, Charlotte. I skipped it. Thank I you. I knew what you were going to say. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not ready to. Now, Miami, Charlotte. Miami's already up. Miami. You, really, you just go because <laughs> Charlotte was playing pretty tough. Okay. So, Charlotte is one of those teams 
I go back and forth because they were not as good at the beginning of the year, right. and then they got really good. They had Jeremy like a Lynn's crazy. Playing very well. No, it's Kemba Walker. Jeremy I mean, Lynn he's all right. Well. I saw him play twice. He's the not. Nets. He killed them. They're number one by any means. Okay, so Charlotte is good, but Miami is just better. Did you just? Oh, you just mentioned the name of that band, Good Charlotte. <laughs> she said Charlotte is good. So I thought you were talking about that band, Good Charlotte. You don't remember them? Yeah, I do. I figured you might. Yep. How, what, how would I know who they were? Unclear. Exactly. How do you know what Dogma the Blog is? Excellent question. These are all excellent <laughs> questions. So Miami in how many? Five. Five. Wow, you're going to say they're going to kill I them. mean, they have the same record. All right, now here, I mean, we can't go back to it. So Toronto, Indiana, you love you Indiana. You know what? I'm going to go just make a pre- – I'm going Indiana. Oh. I think it You know, they lost the other night, so it's a tie game one-on-one. I know it is. But you're going to uh, say Indy and how many? Seven. I think if that they win, seven, too. If they yeah. win, it's going to be seven. Excellent, excellent. I really want – okay, so I go, I go back and forth. I want them to win because I love Indy, you know, and I think it'll be fun. I want an upset. I don't want every one through four seed to win because that's boring. But do you know Toronto's never made it past the first round of the playoffs? I didn't know that, but it makes sense. I'm thinking about that. That's a heartbreaker. Who cares? They're the number two team in the East. They're in Canada. Canadians are idiots. I think I just think it would be fun. I just found that out. The key, though, is like Paul George can't do it on his own. So other people have to step up. If Indy's going to do it. But I think they could. They could. They've already sacrificed home court advantage. And if Toronto's going to win, they have to win more games in Indy. You have four favorite teams, Boston being your favorite. No, no, no. I have Boston's my team. Boston's your team. Then you go uh, Golden State's number two. Yeah. Indy's number three. Yeah. And I always forget the fourth one. Is it? It's there not, really it's isn't. It's not San Antonio, is it? N- I, yeah, I do. I love Tim Duncan. That's like I grew up watching San Antonio. So, it's so be, I really love them. So it's tough when Boston plays Indiana or something like that. You don't no. know. And you've seen that. It's always Boston. I will always, oh, always root for Boston. Boston. Okay. So but now like, Boston. when I was a kid, Larry Bird was the coach of the Pacers. Right. So my dad and I got super into like the Reggie Miller Pacers. Reggie and now my Miller, parents live in Indianapolis. And Reggie Miller is taunting Spike Lee. Did you Lee. just say he's a whore? Oh, because you're a Knicks fan? Well, at the time, yes. Now I couldn't care less. Have you I ever seen the is. eight points in eight seconds? No. Uh, well, You've I mean, never. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I thought it was a documentary. No. Uh, of course I've seen <laughs> Actually, it. Actually, I think it there's was, a 30 uh, and 30 on it. I thought it. it was six points in six seconds. Eight points in it eight seconds? Eight. No, I was watching that live. I'll never forget That's it. That's amazing. Yeah, no, it was unbelievable. It uh, was, you know. I didn't realize that um, Indian New York had a rivalry. Huge rivalry. <laughs> it, New, it makes when sense. New York. During that time, yeah. when it's Patrick Ewing. it was so entertaining. Patrick Ewing is a douche. And if he wasn't such a douche, they could have won probably multiple. I mean, you know, what are you going to do against Michael Jordan? But uh, they could have won multiple, gone to the finals or something multiple times because he was a very selfish player. And he didn't care for having a Scottie Pippen around and letting Scotty do some work. Are you making an assertion that Michael Jordan is not a selfish player? No, he's selfish, but he also understood how important Scotty Pippen was as well. Mm. Did you see that Scotty Pippen said that... And Patrick Ewing would not... He just didn't get it. He just didn't get it. He always wanted to lash up, but he wasn't as good as Jordan, and that's the problem. Jordan was Jordan, Mm -hmm. and Patrick Ewing was not. And so even though he wanted to take the last shot, he was very good, and he was very entertaining, but he wasn't Michael Jordan, and sometimes you just got to... You need some help. 
And then once he got Dennis Rodman to do on the defense, I mean, they just had this unbelievable team. I'm just saying that was even later on. But Patrick Ewing just had a bunch of douches on his side, like the John Starks, and he ruined everything. I mean, people still blame him, you know? Like, I mean, it's you really messed up. Nobody blames. Bitter at all. I'm very bitter. But during that time, the Knicks had unbelievable. I mean, there was nothing more fun than Knicks Pacers, the Reggie Miller being such, you know, people hated him. And it's so funny because Spike Lee and him amazing. were friendly, but they just hated each other at the time. You know, I the love court. him. And then they had a huge rivalry with Miami. Uh, because, New York? Yeah, yeah, in the 90s. A huge rivalry because uh, the coach, uh, what's his name? The, the, Pat uh, Riley. Pat Riley was the coach of the Knicks. And then he moved there, and then that became a crazy rivalry. Have you ever seen any of that stuff when Jeff Van Gundy was coach, and he had to pull the players, he's holding on by the leg? Have you ever seen any of that I think it's so funny that Jeff Van Gundy and Steve Van Gundy are brothers. Yeah. I love it. But did you ever see when Jeff Van Gundy's holding on to Alonzo Mourning on his leg, and he's grabbing? I mean, back then, it was unbelievably entertaining all the time, and lots of nonsense and tomfoolery, and that Reggie Miller, I mean... I mean, the NBA wow, just is still watching. ridiculous. Yeah, but it's uh, you know, I I don't get the opera, same. I, I don't get the same pleasure feeling that I did when the Knicks were in the '90s when they were amazing. You just have and to adopt so entertaining. a team. Yeah, well, I don't have one. Golden I can't. State. I Hop just, on I'm that bandwagon. It. I'm not feeling it. You know, I like adopting <gasps> teams, but with football, I adopt Draymond teams because I'm a greatest. Jets fan. Greatest. I just I can't. I I'm not feeling it. <clears> I don't know why. Okay. Anyway. uh yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. Oh, so one time I was supposed to go see this play. It goes back to theater. Yep. At 10 o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, you get your necklace stuck in there. Sorry about that. No this worries. This table is retarded. So um, I was supposed to go see it, and that was the day that Larry Johnson hit a four-point play to win win or tie the game. And, uh-huh. it's like, and I knew I had to get downtown to see the stupid play, and it was killing me. Because, you know, they didn't have DVRs and everything. So he just like, and then I was dying. And mm-hmm. I had to wait. And he hit the three points and he got fouled. And it was, I'll people never forget foul, it. Not that it's on purpose, but people who foul on three pointers are stupid. Yeah, I when, know. But they were trying Draymond to stop the game. What are you supposed Kawhi to do? on a three. Sometimes you have to end. take the chance because otherwise you're going to lose. Just like no. what happened to, I guess it was, I don't, don't remember what was the Pacers. Three. And don't foul a three on a good shooter. But I remember, I'll never forget. I mean, I remember it so vividly. He made the three. Place is going crazy, and you know, the, there's nothing better than the garden going crazy. And then he, everybody's coming over, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, relax, relax. Still got to make that one point, you know." Like, <laughs> like he, he was so like, "No, uh, 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 come on." Um. Anyway, uh, Atlanta, what... Atlanta, Boston. You're gonna have to make. Well, you're gonna have to make it not using your heart. This is killing me. I have to go Atlanta. What? I Holy know. shit! Wow, I'm putting everything I have in Atlanta. Because you're using your head. Holy, oh my God. I feel like a traitor. What? No, you're smart and I'm you're trying so to make the right decision. Right what makes you think Atlanta's going to win? I really thought Boston could completely yeah, take that Yeah, he could have. What they, is that, a 4-5 matchup? There's no yeah. reason why Boston can't win. So They're just 1-1 one one right now. Boston little, beat them at the beginning. They beat them at home. They're not 1-1. One one. They're 2-0. and oh. No, no, no. Boston won the first game. No, they did not. They lost by a point. Oh, did they just cover the spread, and that's why I thought yes. they won? Oh, my God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> if they were one and one, I, I w- thought they won. would not oh. be saying Atlanta right oh. now. So let me, let me just paint you a little story. So the three through six seed have the exact same record. They all have the exact same record, and it's tie breaks that, like, ordered the seeding. And Boston got the absolute worst scenario of all of that because they're the five seed. Which would have, would have, who would have been better to play? 
anyone. They have. They, What's wrong with Atlanta? That seems like a good choice to play there. No, they have a weird thing with Atlanta. They like can't beat Atlanta. They can beat Miami. They can beat Charlotte. Oh, I, would be I so didn't much realize because I was going to say. Uh, so it's just like kind of a just a thing, like you say. But with then Atlanta. I didn't know that. But then, so Avery Bradley is out for the entire series, and there he's our number two scorer. And then Kelly Olynyk is probably out for the th- game three, and Marcus Smart is injured. It's just like it's not. Oh, so you happen. have all these injuries. Okay, so what is it? Atlanta in what six? Maybe can Boston win any or five? Are you saying? Shit. Uh, well, I'm gonna bet that immediately. I think I'm gonna stop the podcast and just put some money on that immediately. So okay, so they're two and zero right now. They're gonna go back to the Garden. <laughs> I like want to say five, but then I feel bad and I want to say six. All right, we'll say six. Now we got to go back. Oh, you okay. already said Clippers and five. Okay, so now we have Golden. This is so upsetting. Boston should definitely make it to the second round this well, year. They're very talented. Try not to think about it. And just it's okay. We'll get Kevin Durant in the off season. Right, that's what you're hoping for. Exactly. Right? Yeah, totally going to happen. Golden State against the Clippers. Golden State. Is there any? Okay, right. And in how many games? Four again or maybe no? No, 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 no. Maybe you think they could even go six? Six. Or, do you really? I'm thinking five. I don't know. I I just kind of I don't know. They're four and zero against. Well, obviously because they're seventy three and nine. But the Clippers, Chris Paul rides Steph really hard. He plays him like unendingly. I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna say six. OKC and San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah, right? I mean, they're just playing five. too hot. Wow, really? You just yeah. have no faith in OKC this year? No. The it's fact that they year. have two of the top, like, ten players in the league and they're they're still, like, under 60 is crazy. Mm. They sh- they just don't have the support system that they need. They have, like, surge. And, as long and as Stephen we're here, Adams. I mean, Golden State against San Antonio. What happened? <sighs> Golden State. You're positive. I mean, there's no way. I mean, no. I think it's that's about. Do you say that could possibly go to seven? I mean, that's the matchup yes, everybody wants. I think so. I'm so, so excited Golden for that State series. Everybody is. That's what everybody wants. So I you're think Golden, Golden State, State in, in six. Seven. Oh, in six. Okay. Because I think once they get momentum, they're gonna push it through. Okay. So I bet like they win the first. Well, I don't know. It might be like one and one in each place. It's going to be so much fun, though. But then I bet if they win five, they'll win six because they just want to shut it down. My cat. Um, Cleveland versus Atlanta. Cleveland. (laughs) It's not even a... Yeah. Yeah. It's funny now. The Honestly, like maybe in four. They swept them last time. And Atlanta was the number one seed. They had 60 wins last year. Okay. I'm going to go with five. I'm going to go with five. Yeah, that seems better. Um, Miami against Indy. Miami, for sure. You sure? Are they playing that great this yeah. year? I mean, Miami's good. So now you're saying that Cleveland's going to play Miami in the Eastern play. I mean, this is Eastern, what I want to happen. That's yes. what everybody wants to happen. Uh, I also wow. think of and how any, many games Miami of Indiana? any of the teams in the East, Miami's probably the only one that could beat Cleveland just by style of play. I, I would say just by. Uh, <clears throat> Like fear, like the whole scenario and everything. <laughs> Miami's having like this really fun renaissance. Like just Justice Winslow is super fun, and Hassan Whiteside is really good. Although apparently he's a diva. And <laughs> so yeah. wait, how many how many games are gonna win? Although then? you know Chris Bosh is out, but they've like done really well with his injury. Chris Bosh is an idiot. No, he's not. He's I had contemplative. To with that guy once my mom, really my mom loves, loves kind of Chris Bosh. She's always like. You know, he seems like a quiet soul. <laughs> He's an idiot. Comes from upbringing. Parents are idiots too. Um, yeah, I'm going with Miami in five. 
So you have wow. So you have Cleveland playing Miami. I do. How does that end? That's going to be. You know what? The NBA conference games are going to be unbelievable. I'm so excited. I mean, it's my Cleveland, favorite time of LeBron year. LeBron against his old team and Golden State San Antonio. That's going to be like two of the greatest. Every I mean, day I is going to be amazing. I could be completely wrong. Honestly, I think picking Indy was kind of stupid. I just want it to be fun and interesting. But then even I think Miami could be Toronto. I really do. So what Miami and Cleveland, what's what's happens? Cleveland. All right. So then you have a rematch uh, of last year's finals. Yeah. You have the one seed against the one I seed. Cleveland it, I and Miami, it, how many games? I bet it goes to seven. Seven. Interesting. All right. So you got Cleveland and Golden State. Is there any way LeBron Golden can – you're just completely positive. Yeah. You know, no, I'm I'm completely positive. I will put like money on whoever wins the Western Conference Finals will win the finals. Like if San Antonio comes out of that, they're beating Cleveland. Really? Yeah. I the Western Conference Finals will be the real finals this year. Um I was online looking at some other people's picks. There's no one that's not picking Golden State to win it all. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, how do you not do it? So, but wh- then it's how like games when the Patriots win sixteen and zero, did anyone not pick them to win the Super Bowl? I I didn't. Oh, well, they were playing you. the Giants, so you were, you know, not no, not a lot of people here. People were here, like, no, they can do it. Well, but people who were thinking, well, we were rooting against them as well. So. Exactly. So wait, how many games that they did they win it all? <laughs> like six. I don't think it goes to seven. Okay. What did it do last year? Didn't they win six. a five? Are they one of six? Mm-hmm. There it is. Mary's picks. We'll look at that. In the finals. That might have been totally stupid. No, no. I like it. I like it. Um, now, listen. At the beginning, I played the uh, NBA theme and ESPN. Yes. And um, this Ooh, is... Ooh, Heat and Hornets are tied. Just what's little the, updates. Well, you know, yeah, so <laughs> at what uh, quarter are they in? Uh, six minutes left in the second. Oh. Uh, this is, you know, this theme, right? What is it? Is it sad that that makes me happy? When no, no, I hear no, it? not at all. We're all like that. You're like a, one of us guys that uh, worships like the the college one, you know. So which uh, which network is this? Is that TNT? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All I right. was like, oh, shit, I'm well, not going to know it. <laughs> I got a treat for you now. Now, this is um, now. Oh, my God. Do you speaking not to oh. totally jump on you? That's OK. Do you watch the TNT with oh, Shaq I, I love that's my favorite Charles show. Barkley that's my favorite show Kenny. inside the NBA. It's hilarious. It's the best show ever. Oh, I live for Before it. Before they got I, I'm kind of upset that they brought Shaq in because I kind Why? of like just the three. He's crazy. No, he is good, but I liked I it better it with the three. And he was wrapped in tape. Yeah, I know. Why? That show is fantastic. It's on late at night. Yeah. They, I love staying up until like one in the morning watching these guys. They they were the first ones to do Photoshopping mm-hmm. and having a lot of fun. And they have a lot of fun. And Charles, Charles Barkley, Barkley is a genius. He's amazing. So it's like I better him. than watching The Tonight Show. They have better sketches. They have better comedy things. It's better than watching any of those talk shows. It's so, so entertaining, right? So last night, 
Reggie Miller was trying to be nice to the Grizzlies because they were losing by so much. And he was like, you know, when they come back to Memphis, they'll like have the home court, blah, blah, blah. Maybe the, he was like, clearly they're not going to win, but yeah. he was trying to be nice. And, Charles, and you just hear Charles Barkley yeah, like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he does that. I love I when he just puts it all it. out there. And He's love, so awesome. And why can't they have more people like that that just tell it like it is? Because and I love that's he, what you want in people like that. Yeah. You know, you have your guys that do the analysis and then you have a guy like Charles Barkley who's just like, screw but this. But he's very smart. Like, yeah, I think he's he knows very intelligent on basketball. Of course, but I love to watch him be like, but the you, draft is ruining the NBA. Why are they coming so young? Which I agree with. But it's oh, he's like the NBA you sucks didn't see now. Him, uh, do the when they announced the sixty four college games and they ha- they did oh, it no. and he was trying to work the board <laughs> and it was so funny because he doesn't know how to work electronics. And so they were just giving him so much shit, and it was really, really funny. There was a great, I think, like, Creed was sponsoring them or something. And the the, the movie, movie yeah. yeah. And so he was like, Kenny and I went. We had a nice little date together, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. We sat in the recliner chairs, and Kenny was like, no, we didn't. <laughs> he looked so angry. <laughs> yeah, Charles Barkley's the man. Um, I love him. Anyway, years ago, the NBA used to be on NBC. Really? And this was Not ABC. legendary theme. Oh, yeah. How do you know it? Do you remember it as a kid? Yeah. That takes me back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Every dude loves this song. Every dude loves this song. You know, I mean, that's what mm-hmm. we sing it all the time to each other. I mean, it was just the best. Now, I don't know if you know the origin of this song. I don't. There's a man. His name is John Tesh. He oh, used to of course. Host, John Tesh. Yeah, Entertainment Tonight. You know him? Why do you know him? <laughs> no, of course not. Oh, you're not. kidding. Okay. <laughs> he used to host the show Entertainment Tonight, which okay. was like the TMZ. Yeah, I know, know what Entertainment Tonight is. Oh, it's I still know, on. Oh, it's still on? <laughs> yeah. So he was like the original host. Him okay. and then this girl, Mary Hart. And um, he apparently was also a musician. Mm. And normally, or, or he became a you know kind of a popular... This is the kind of shit he usually... He's, he's a keyboardist, and he usually plays this kind of stuff. Really gay shit. Oh, no, he plays, like, instrumental stuff. Like I'm, just, I'm moving along, and it... It just gets gayer as it goes on. So this is the stuff he usually plays, like Kenny G shit. Uh, but he wrote that song. Oh, cool. I know. So, and here, now I found this video, and this is uh, him explaining how he wrote it. It's, it he, it's live in front of 10,000 people. Okay. The, now, the fact that he has an audience of 10,000 people is funny in itself, wherever he's playing. Somewhere in California. It looks like he's on an island. He's on an island somewhere outside of California. Okay. I don't know the name of the island. And uh, this is him explaining it, which is so One of the things I've discovered is that there are many different ways to write a song. And the most unusual way came to me when I was in Europe about four or five years ago. I was trying to write a sports theme, and I did not have a piano in the hotel where I was staying. So um, I did probably what many of you have done, faced with a similar situation. I called my answering machine at home, and I I left a message for myself. And... um, Although that sounds goofy, what happened was that theme that I sang into the machine is the theme that they play every time the Chicago Bulls crush another basketball team. So I am singing themes into my machine regularly. And 
Special bonus for you folks, I have brought the original answering machine tape with me so I can play it for you. I know you are dying to hear it. There we go. But it has to be played on the original answering machine. So here now the original demo tape for this particular song for pro basketball. Hi, this is a message for me about the NBA theme. Here's an idea. It goes like this. And then he just starts playing it live. And he runs over to the keyboard like he's just, you know, done like a Led Zeppelin tune. <laughs> but it is... Listen to that crowd's going crazy. And he's got a full orchestra. Then you see all the people playing the violin. It's kind of exciting, <laughs> but it's also really gay. <laughs> and then he's got this lone violinist who looks, you know, he's got this hippie hair. He looks like a Greek guy, and he's, and it's a little off. He looks like a pirate. This is the part you never hear. The bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll be back to Chicago after these messages. The Bulls, up 95. The Pacers, 94. You know, the Bulls didn't even make the playoffs this year. Well, obviously. Of course I know. Heartbreaker. Anyway. Jimmy Butler was so he's uh, trying to drag him, kicking and screaming into the playoffs. So he, so I find this on YouTube. Uh-huh. And uh, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I mean, if you ever watch it, you just put John Tesh, NBA, and NBC, and it comes up. And I sent it at the time. It wasn't viewed a lot. I sent it to Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Because we were friendly. Right. And because uh, I said, you're going to want to see this. It's hilarious. Okay. And um, he sent it to Bill Simmons. <gasps> <laughs> and Bill Simmons took credit for finding it. Yep, it sounds and like put Bill it on Simmons. his uh, and put it on his you know website. His podcast, or no, that was before podcasts, and he put it on his website, and uh, I got no credit, and oh. I was furious, and I've hated Bill Simmons ever since. Womp womp. So was that just like a very large setup to tell me why you hate Bill Simmons? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. And to play that awesome theme. I love Bill Simmons. Shut up! What did I tell you? Now I'm not going to give you the gift that I have for you. You should listen to the Bill Simmons podcast. Highly recommend. No. And the Channel 33 podcast, which is his network. No. They have a really funny NBA podcast. Listen, I'm not going to give you the gift that I bought for you that I even wrapped. Okay. You're okay with that? (laughs) I haven't given a guest a gift on this show ever. You were the first one. Is it NBA related? Kind of. Cool. Just saw it. and, And last night when I got home at five in the morning, I wrapped it. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to give it to you now. Okay. It's right over there. See it? Oh, wow. I, uh, do I that. ran out of wrapping paper, so it's half wrapped in paper and then half wrapped in in today's edition of the New York Post. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Never opened a present on a podcast. I saw it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get that for Mary because it's hilarious, and you'll like it. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of tape in here. Well, I didn't want you to see what it was prematurely. Oh, my God. Wait, is Steph on it? You know it is. Yes. (laughs) Ugh, I live for this. I'm a total Warriors bandwagoner. Oh, man. This is is amazing. 
Steph Curry's Wheaties box. <laughs> you know, my dad has uh, Kevin Garnett's Wheaties box. Oh, he does? On, in his study. Look yeah. how handsome he looks on it. He also he's has wearing a jacket and tie. So I like that he he's wearing the jacket. And, yeah, I like that he's wearing the jacket and tie and not the uniform on the Wheaties box. I think that's cool. Yeah. Because a lot of times they have him wearing the uniform, you know. Fun fact, I've never but they had have, Wheaties. But they have wearing the uniform on the back. 2015 and soon to be 2016 MVP. He thinks for sure he's going to win, right? There's no way. The question isn't whether or not he's going to win. The if question is whether or not he's going to be unanimous. You told me that, Kevin Blade. Uh, you've never had Wheaties? Never had Wheaties. That's interesting. Well, you're probably not a cereal person. Did you see all the cereal I have in my kitchen? I did not. I, I just got actually a new shipment. In your That's kitchen. why these boxes were there. And I threw out all the old cereal, so all the boxes are in my kitchen. That's why it's so messy. Oh. Um, there's a couple other things I'd like to talk about while you're here. Because okay. you're interesting. Thanks. You're also very young. So sometimes okay. to get your views. You're also very PC. I am. Which is, I don't know whether that is just the way Good you or are. Bad. Or whether that's a product of your generation. Mm, it's a no. little bit of both. Okay. Um, so just very quickly, uh huh. Uh, the Bachelorette. Ugh. There was an article <laughs> by Andrea Pfizer who writes for the Post. Okay. About Olivia. Oh, okay. And they were just saying that uh, she was saying that editing wise, they made her the villain. You didn't like her. No. I know you're obsessed with the Bachelorette. True. The Bachelor. Either Wait, or. Was it, which one was this? I'm one? an equal opportunity. Well, this last one. Bachelor. Bachelor. Right, and um, and they said they made her look like the bil- the villain when Ben told her he'd... Apparently, he just left her on an island. Is that true? Yeah, but then they talk about that last season, they left someone on the cliffs of Mohair, and the season before that, they left someone in the Badlands. So I really... In the scale of Bachelor, not the worst place to leave someone. But did you hate her because... Do you believe that the editing made her a villain, or do you really believe, because you're so invested in this, that she <laughs> is kind of an asshole? Honestly, I just she would drive me up the wall. They like talk, I couldn't spend time with her. They talk about when Ben told her he just lost two close friends in a plane crash. And oh, she and talk, she talks about her cankles. Right. God. Yeah, and so <sighs> she, you know, and and then she said she was not prepared for the bullying, body shaming, and slut abuse oh she endured. God. Fellow contestants ripped her bad breasts and big mouth, and then there were implied. No, death it was her threats. bad breath. No, I remember that. It wasn't. I remember that was the one I watched where they said bad breath. Yeah. People were really mean to her. I would give her that. Well, they say, you know, so apparently she just moved back to her parents' house in Austin. And uh, she also quit her job to go on The Bachelor, which I don't respect. Yeah. Well, that's why she doesn't know what to do anymore. But they were saying that was that a life choice. A lot of the, you know, people who do these reality shows commit suicide at the end because they just can't get back. They say the 21 former reality show contestants have committed suicide since 2004. Are you serious? And this includes a contender from Storage Wars. What is that? <laughs> and Kitchen Nightmares. What storage is Storage Wars? Wars? Is, is a thing of, of people that have all the storage space. But what, what's the premise? Like, I think it's people, what you find in storage. How is that a people's contest? Storage. It's a reality show. It's not a contest. It's, oh. You know, it's just what you find in these storage places that, you know. Is people, it TLC? Yeah, I think it's one of yeah. those. They have the really gratuitous ones. In February, a Bachelor season 14 loser overdosed on prescription pills. Another hanged Seriously? herself in 2013. And in 2009, a Bachelorette, con- uh, Bachelorette contestant shot himself in the head. So they were so nervous about Olivia, they actually ABC offered her therapy. Oh, my God. That's so they're horrible. actually, I mean, I don't know whether they're worried or they just want to be like, oh, listen, uh, you know, I, I, it, clearly they don't care. But um, it's That's just awful. getting so bad. But this is your favorite show, so no, you're, you're fueling me all feel this. Really I'm bad glad. For I'm glad I could do the that. You love The Bachelor, though, right? Are I, you totally excited I, about The Bachelorette? Yeah. 
She's so I hot. I can't wait for Brojo to find love. She, I, I want to sign up. <laughs> you to be should the bachelor, go you know, for right, it, man. You know, right? I mean, do you think? Mm-hmm. I know I'm a little older than, a lot older than, the like other contestants. Thirty years older than but the contestants. But do you think I could make it past the first round? I mean, the first I, night. Yeah. It's like the purge. Can you make it past the first <laughs> night? <laughs> do you um, think I would be like maybe like the black contestant who always makes it past the first night and then they usually just leave after that? You know, they try and be polite. Um, you know, I don't there's know. always like one, except in this time they sure, kept that yes. girl. What was her name? Jojo. That's her. No, 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 that's no. The con- that's the bachelor. The black girl. The black girl. Who was that? Jubilee. Uh huh. Remember, she was there for a while this time. But yeah. when the bachelor first started, <clears throat> I mean, the joke was the one black girl would always last one episode. Yeah, they're and not then be great off. about. Yeah. That. Well, yeah. Uh, so, but do you, do you think I could last? Do you think maybe possibly? Definitely. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Remember what I told you about the Beauty and the Beast uh, thing? You know what? The Beauty and the Beast. Um, Are you going to watch Brojo season? I don't know. She's so pretty. She I is. might, but it might bother me when she's making out with all these dudes. Like, I might get very jealous. I can't wait. Because I couldn't believe That's that. A, the no, Bachelor, not about that. About the show. I just couldn't believe when watching it that the Bachelor makes out with all these girls. Not he's fooling all around of them. with all of them. So maybe they're sleeping with multiple girls. It's kind of funny that it's like a family show in a way. When, it's not a family show. But how come nobody picks up that? This, you know, in in this, the way we talk about women and stuff like that. I mean, for a girl to be kind of slutting it up with all these dudes, um, and look, even the way I just phrased it, yep, uh, it is sexist in and of itself. It, it is sexist. So, how come everybody's okay with it, or are they not? I mean, you mean like they should be okay or is with it the also Bachelor, but not with the Bachelorette? Well, yeah, I guess that's the way I'm putting it. But you're right. Yeah. Um, that's sexist. And, yeah, but. When you know that this girl or guy is fooling around with all these people, isn't it also kind of gross? And we all know when we meet somebody that they have a past, but then when you're seeing it unravel in front of your eyes... Well, it's not a past in that show, it's a Right, that's what I'm saying. Isn't it kind of gross? I mean, there's a reason that like, like I could be on that the show success and I could see, rate is not high. You tell me this girl, woman, Olivia, has bad breath, and now I know she's fooled around with this guy. If I was one of those girls, I'd be like, ew. I'm, you know what? I don't want to touch him. No, no, no. I mean, most people are on there to be famous, though. Yeah, I guess that's what they're saying. Um, but that's did why you hear, it makes I know you're TV. a big Airbnb person. What? And I hate it. I've used it, like, Oh, twice. that was only once? Twice. Well, I never use it, and I never will. But um, you just used it last weekend. Correct. And you, you said it was a little dirty. No, it's it okay. fine. But it's cutting into hotel rates. Hotels well, are now literally... cutting their price because it's doing so well. I'm Good. shocked. Good. I can't not stay in a hotel. But a lot of places, like, say you are coming to New York, I feel like an Airbnb would be so much better because the only hotels are in Midtown. Right. I, I suppose you're right, but still, it bothers me. Um, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You still haven't seen it. No. But you do love it. I mean, you I... You want to see it really badly, right? I, I mean, I know you don't s- care about musicals like I do, but... I want to see it, and I love the historical figure. Yeah. That's about as far as it goes. But you've been dying to see it. Remember when we were going to go to Hamilton? Well, right. Thanks for that. If we were boyfriend and girlfriend, and, oh my God. I would have taken you to You're Hamilton. so inappropriate. I'm saying in the sense I told you when I got those tickets, it either had to be somebody I was dating seriously. Didn't you take your sister? Yes, because okay, if I'm not dating somebody seriously, then I have to either take my mother or my sister. So I'm saying if we were dating, I would have taken you that night, and mm. then we would have seen Hamilton. Now, did you know what just won the Pulitzer Prize? I did 
Do you realize that uh, they said it was only the fourth musical to win, but that's incorrect. There were nine musicals who have won the Pulitzer Prize. One per decade almost. Ooh, can I guess? You'll never be able to guess. <laughs> but yes, please try. Okay. Can you give me like a hint? Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start from <laughs> Blind. the 30s. Uh, the Gershwin's okay. one of the Icing. Nobody's ever heard of that one. Which one? The next one, it doesn't matter. Not Porgy and Bess? No. The next one in 1950 is a very famous one. Uh, is it Rodgers and Hammerstein? It is. Uh, Oklahoma? No. That was um, in the 40s. This is 1950. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's okay. How could I not know that? No, sorry, nobody would know that. Um, it has to do with kind of World War Two. Oh, South Pacific. Nice. Yes, that's exactly Nailed right. Nailed it. Uh, in the my 60s, competitive streak comes out. There's one which is my favorite because it stars um, the dad from Happy Days, Fiorello. I don't know. Which was about uh, the mayor of New York City, I believe. Negative. I got nothing. Um, was his name Fiorello LaGuardia? Yeah. That's a that's a person, yeah. Yeah, I think that's who the airport's named after. Yeah. I think he was the mayor of New York. Yeah. There's a musical about him? Yeah. Fiorello from the 60s with uh, the dad from Happy Days. He oh, originated hey. the role. <laughs> I just remember that. Um, then, in 1962, how to succeed in business without really trying. Never would have guessed that. I don't know how that wins a Pulitzer. You know, I mean, it's a social commentary. In the seventies, I am completely on board with this. It could be the greatest musical of all time. Do you know what it could be? Can you? Give and me it's a, hint? a really important one. Cabaret. And uh, well, it's important in my life. No, it's not cabaret. Did cabaret? But not? I think. Oh no, cabaret didn't win. Yeah, that's right. That was a musical first before it was a movie, right? Nope, it was a book first. Oh well, I meant Christopher Isherwood. Uh, so maybe that's not eligible. Because I don't think any of these were. Books. Oh, it can't be an adaptation. I'm, I don't know. Oh, okay. that's my guess because I think the writer of the book of the musical has to win the Pulitzer itself. Gotcha. Um, so the '76, a chorus line. Oh. Completely deserving. And the next one is weird. It's Soundheim. It's in '85. Oh, oh of course. Uh, now I'm like blanking on all the songs. Seems like you lines. got it right away. I was fascinated that this one, and then I found out what it's it was about. It's definitely not Into the Woods. Oh, that one into sucked. the Woods. Into the Woods. <laughs> I sometimes a dick. Is it the one with, like, Bring in the Clowns? Mm. It's Send in the Clowns. Yeah. And um, what is that from? It's one of his, like, sad, introspective musicals. Ugh. Yeah. He has, like, the anti musical. I assume it's not Sweeney Todd, right? No. What that is it? Did he do Sweeney? That's yeah, sometimes. It's uh, Sunday in the Park with George. Oh, okay. But, you know, I just found out what that's about. I didn't realize it's about a, a, it's, it's a, it's like a painting. This guy, George something or other. Oh, George Seurat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, and that's why the, I always wondered what the, the poster was about. It's about him painting this that one painting and oh, then cool. everything that happens around it. Yeah. That's really interesting. That is interesting. Because yeah. I, I was always like, how did Sunday in the Park with George win? And then I found out why. The next one is a completely deserving one. And I like the ones that, you know, that mean something and they're interesting and, you know, like Hamilton. Uh-huh. Uh, in 96. Can you guess what it is? Very powerful. Very famous. A little, just like Hamilton, a Les little Mis. one that just went to this unbelievable. Famous? No. It was a little one that just went to Broadway and just hit it. Rent. Oh, duh. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Now the next one. You know the guy, what was his name? Jonathan Larson or whatever. Guy died of AIDS? 
Yes, before he won the Pulitzer. I know. I do remember that. Um, now, this one, which I did not know, is actually my favorite musical. And this is the last one to win before Hamilton. When was Six it? Six years ago. They made it sound so rare in the news. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, they messed it up. I don't know. Uh, 2006? 2010. 2010. It's my favorite. It's actually my favorite. It's one of my favorite musicals. I believe Ooh. I talk about it all the time. As a matter of fact, I'm going to see American Psycho. Oh, wait. It's uh, Mormon. No, the no, of Mormon? no. That should have won, but no. <laughs> I don't know. It's next to normal. Oh, okay. And Next to Normal is one of the best plays I've ever seen. And thank, I'm so glad it won the Pulitzer because the subject, the fact that they were able to make a musical about depression and do it so well, it was amazing. The woman that won the Tony, um, oh my God, her my her name is blanking. Um, I say it all the time. Uh, she's in American Psycho, which is why I'm going to see it mm. because of her. You know, I like her. Alice Ripley. Doctor Who originated American Psycho. On in the West End, Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Oh, was that right? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. No, I, I. Why doesn't he come to Broadway? I guess he's not big enough to do it on Broadway. That's insane. I know he's that's a doctor. You, that's all you got to do to get something. You get a whole new automatic crowd when you got a guy who's playing Doctor Who. You, you're not going to get people who like Doctor Who to go to Broadway musical. But, but then you that's have pro- Matt maybe Smith that's what in they're it. thinking. But if what's you get, the Venn diagram of musical enthusiasts and Doctor Who fans? But then, but then you have a whole new bunch of people who are gonna. That's a, that's an extra oh, like I see yeah, fifty yeah, yeah, million yeah, right, dollars right. of untapped potential. How do you feel about Peter Capaldi? I stopped watching. <gasps> he made me stop watching. I like him. He personally, I, him specifically. I think it was Clara was on too long for me, and I wasn't you know digging her. Yeah, I, I'm glad, but um, it wasn't. So are you gonna enough. try again? Should I? Yeah, I like it. I don't know. You know I the love whole Peter Capaldi, though. I, I like him, but it just wasn't working for me. I don't know why. Do you watch Veep? No, I hate that show because um, when I bought um, my John Adams oh, show to yeah. uh, HBO, they told us they couldn't do it because they were already doing Veep, so how well, could I not hate it? The original version of Veep, the British version, with Peter Capaldi, far superior and hilarious. Highly recommend. What do you mean there's a British version? Mm-hmm. Of Veep they, is based that's on... That's not even original? Veep is based oh on a British God, show called The Thick so of It. Angry. All right, this is the last thing I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, okay. North, the North Carolina bathroom law. Now, you're a PC person. You yes. know what I'm talking about, right? That the governor, Pat McCrory, uh, said that there should be transgender people from using the bathroom of the gender that they identify as should only be the bathrooms they use. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you giving me a signal that you don't want to talk about it or something? No. Oh, <laughs> you wanted me to elaborate on it. The North Carolina, they just made a law yes. saying that you have to, if you have a penis, you got to use the men's room. Yep. And if you don't, you got to use the women's room. And aren't a bunch of people like pulling out? They're in out. uproar. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the beauty. Like, people are pulling out. People are idiots. You don't, you don't, you know, first of all, that makes a lot of sense to me. There's Why? a lot of people that are, you know, we're just, Transgender is just starting to be okay. Gender is a social construct. Whatever it is, a lot of people are very threatened by this, and we're trying to work with it. You're, you're you trying to call Caitlyn Jenner, not Bruce Jenner. No, I don't. If you have a penis, I think you got to use the men's room. It it doesn't seem right for a man. Just as how many? What if I go dressed as a woman and I'm not transgender, and then I'm allowed to use the women's room? But what if you identify... What if I feel like doing that just to look at women? 
what if you identify as a woman and then you're ostracized from I don't I'm, then have a third bathroom I, I don't I don't like I don't like I don't I don't have a problem with the law and I don't think it's something you pull out of the thing so Cirque de Soleil pulled out Cirque their, de Soleil so whatever their stupid name is they pulled out of their North Carolina gigs good yeah but they did not pull out of anything they do in Dubai which is even worse in Dubai no same sex marriage sex or gender reassignment surgery adoption by same sex couples and openly gay and lesbian military service is outlawed and anyone who takes part in such acts faces fines imprisonment and as we know even death but they don't mind playing there because the money is probably unbelievable so they're all two faced okay Mary your thoughts uh, Don't you think that's a little two-faced? Why are you playing a, 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 a known sexist country? Because the money's good. Pull out of there. Don't play the United Arab place. Emirates. They, they, they treat their women like a bag of shit. Just like, you know, ISIS and everything and all that nonsense. I mean, you're doing that gig? But you won't play North Carolina? Because they don't want a guy with a penis in the women's room? Do you know that when I was in Tijuana? Oh, God. When we were in the men's room, you can see well. directly. They have a huge see-through mirror so you can see into the women's room. And you tip the, uh, the guy working the door to turn on the whatever it is that lets you see directly into the women's room. That's where disgusting. you see them going to the bathroom and you see them putting on their makeup. You're looking into their mirror, but they can't see you. You watch OJ, right? Yeah. When you kept saying North Carolina very, like, expositorily... All I could think of was when Effley Bailey was talking oh in my front of God. that court. And he was that like, was amazing. I'm so honored to be in front of a Tar Heel Tribunal. That was so <laughs> was it great. From, from the Smoky Mountains <laughs> to the whatever Pimlico sound. I was like, and then yes. you saw, and you saw uh, jo- what, Johnny, Johnny Cochran, Cochran looking like, at him like, fuck? what? Because he was just like, he's like, Johnny, let me handle this. He goes, no, you're an idiot. And he goes, Johnny, I know what I'm this I can do this you know and it was Johnny it was Cochran so like how can and Johnny Cochran, like, and that was so great and it must be so <clears throat> true and jo- I mean certainly they made it a little bit more theatrical yeah. but I mean Johnny Cochran goes in we guns never blazing. discussed the finale what'd you think I loved the finale I was just talking about it yesterday I thought the finale was it a was- shocker well, I thought he was going to actually go to jail. I thought they were going to switch it around. I know. And then he got acquitted. No, no. I, I got to say, <laughs> that ending of the OJ uh, trial, we, I've talked about it on the show because it was fantastic. It was one uh-huh. of the best miniseries I've ever seen. It was amazing. So entertaining. So riveting. For somebody like yourself. Yes. Who, how old were you when that happened or were you even alive? Three or four. Three or four. So you weren't following it. No, you I know, wasn't cognizant. You know, I saw the whole thing. Yep. I was already, I was in my 20s or 30s at that time, right? Yep. And, you know, I, I like everybody else my age, watched the entire thing unfold. And as you uh-huh. know, I've even spent time Did with, you? Uh, I'm curious. Did, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you watch it on TV? Like, did you watch the actual court proceedings on TV? Uh, everybody did. I would watch the court proceedings, but and it was How usually in the daytime, though? so I was at work. And certainly, I took the day off when they announced it. Okay. I was definitely watching that day. Yeah. 
Were there certain days where you knew like, oh, okay, they're going to interview like someone really there interesting today? There were people today? that were completely obsessed and were watching it nonstop. I was That's not crazy. one of those people. I would turn it on when it was on. But like I said, I was usually working, so I didn't see a lot of it. And they didn't have DVRs back gotcha. then. Otherwise, I probably would have DVR'd every day. Did you see the glove when you tried no, on the glove? No, I didn't see any, you know, except on the news. Yeah. I didn't see any, but obviously everybody was following it, read the paper every day, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, so to for older folk who had seen it live mm-hmm. to remember all this stuff yep that's what made it even better for us yeah where you're like oh my god i'd forgotten about this i'd forgotten about that that, that whole episode about the jury yeah oh that my was god so that was fascinating imagine being sequestered for nine well months. i was on jury duty at the time when this was airing so that was even more you know amazing yeah. for me because i'm like oh my god imagine because you just want to go in when i was on jury duty I, if i, I got talked sequestered about the for a year i would be so uh, angry. all i wanted to say is just like why would i want to be on this case i just saw the oj thing Oh my God! The, 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 great depiction. The guys going into the hotel room, especially the black guys. I don't know why it's funny. It's like, I'm just gonna eat for free and all this. It's gonna be great. It's gonna rest and relaxation. And he goes, he jumps on the bed, and then there's no TV. He goes to yeah, turn yeah. on the TV. There's no TV. It's all ripped out of the wall. He's like, can I have a newspaper? It's all cut up. Oh, that thing. So whether good. they're gonna watch Seinfeld or Martin yeah. was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on television. Um. And the ending was fantastic. Of the of the miniseries, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was great. that's another thing that we all never saw. So it Oh, the aftermath. Yes. Is it you know, is it a depiction of the writers or it, it did this really happen? I mean He when did he throw goes a home, blowout party when he got out. Well then that's fantastic because they did it just the right way. You should read Vanity Fair did a fact check of every episode. Really? Yeah. He throws a party. And then all of a sudden he's like, I don't know any of these people, right? So and that's none of his great. actual friends want to hang out with him. Right. And the, uh, also the Robert Kardashian part yeah. where, thank God, there was one person who was just like, I think we've made a huge mistake. That's interesting because you never thought about that, yeah. you know, especially when you think of lawyers. And also when he couldn't get the reservation at the restaurant. I mean, even the yeah. little... I had no idea that Robert Kardashian was a friend of his. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought I the Kardashians were famous because their father was OJ's lawyer. Yeah. But I thought he was hired to be OJ's lawyer, not that he was a friend who like re-upped his license when that's OJ... That's what made it so interesting that yeah. we found out the this information that he re-upped his license, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and the uh, the that the, the the Robert Shapiro stuff that they yeah, didn't get along. It's so I, I didn't, fascinating. Fascinating. But yet Robert Shapiro put the team together, mm-hmm. came up with the glove thing. I mean, how interesting. Okay, the fact that they were able to try on that glove is preposterous. Not OJ, well, but they but show that they Bob the defense Shapiro. the prosecutors messed up. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I mean when they were in the recess and Bob Shapiro tries the glove on and realizes it won't fit him. Oh, right. That's ridiculous. But maybe that didn't happen. Maybe it did. that's just for you Apparently don't think that was he, just for show. He and Johnny tried it on during a recess. Oh. I read the fact check. It's crazy. It's a. It's evidence. I, and how, how could he try it on? Right. Well, I was wondering that too. With when that? I watched it, and he There's just like went over there. There's like blood of the victims yeah, on yeah. the glove. Yeah. When it, when it was happening, I was wondering, why is he walking ah. over there and doing it? And why isn't somebody going to stop him? Yeah. yeah, that's funny. I was thinking about that too. Yeah. The Sarah Clark, uh, Sarah uh, Paulson. Sarah Paulson. She was great. She's going to win an Emmy for sure or a Golden the, Globe. I the mean, episode that was just about her, the like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha episode. That was fantastic. So good. She's going to win. There's yeah. no way she can Amazing. lose. There's yeah. nobody that's going to be better than her. The guy who played, um, what's his name? 
Chris, Chris Darden, Darden, amazing. Yeah, he was really good too. Everybody was and good. Everybody. Was. John Johnny Travolta. Co- John Travolta yeah. was amazing. Johnny Cochran was the best though. He Courtney was fantastic. That guy was great. Amazing. He was really good. But it's very easy to be good for him because he's, he's like very flamboyant. And, yeah. Yeah. But the Travolta thing was interesting. I like. I like when Travolta does other things. Yeah, he's he an interesting crazy. guy. He looks crazy, but he played it well, yeah. and he downplayed it so All much you didn't know it was John Travolta, and that's what's amazing. The yeah. only other time he was able to do that, because a guy like that who talks the way he does and who's so famous, at least you know in my world, um, a guy like that is almost impossible to disguise in a character, but he did it in Primary Colors too. You never seen that movie? No, I've I told haven't. you about it. That's the how Bill Clinton got elected president, written by the guy who followed his campaign trail. George Snuffleupagus? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know, I know it's going, not. Okay, bird. <laughs> uh, but I don't, they, it, it was written, the book says written by Anonymous, but now we know who it is and I don't know the name. Okay. That movie's amazing. I don't know if you've ever seen it. And nope. he's amazing in it. About 10, 15 minutes in, you completely forget it's John Travolta and you're thinking it's just Bill Clinton. He's a very good actor. I always forget. He's a very good actor actor. who's made very bad choices. And, I mean, all you need to do is see Saturday Night Fever and you're like, oh my God, I've been taking this guy for granted. I've never seen Saturday Night Fever. And I want to. That movie, I can watch it. I saw it later when I was older, when I was about your age. You told me this, actually. And it was already like 10 years old. Mm -hmm. No, more. And I just couldn't believe how entertaining it was. So I saw a movie which was completely relevant in 1977, uh-huh. the disco era. And then I saw it 20 years later about – and for me, it was completely still relevant. It holds wow. up in, in, its, in its historical documentation and the fact that what a performance, what a statement. Um, it's so good, and he's so good in it. He got nominated for it. Lost to Richard Dreyfuss in The Goodbye Girl. Oh, Which is weird in a comedy. He was nominated with Woody Allen for Annie Hall, Mm. which won everything that year. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Screenplay. But not Woody. But he's not supposed to win. Yeah. So that's how Richard Dreyfuss won by default, even though Travolta really should have won. But he was a newcomer, and nobody knew. I mean, Travolta should have won because he was already in a sitcom. And for him to play this other character, people should have realized he was an amazing actor, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, he was completely playing a different character than, you know, Vinnie Barbarino. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it still makes me angry to this day that he didn't win. But Richard Dreyfus is an okay choice, but not for that role. Even though I love that movie. My sister and I worship that movie. And she loves him so much. Remember when she was supposed to be on Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. I told you, that's yeah, yeah, all yeah. from that movie that she just worshipped him after that. And uh, just fell in love with him. And still to this day, even though he's disgusting and fat and old, mm. she just still wants to have sex with him. Ew. Uh-oh. Who's, <clears throat> who's your uh, Hollywood crush? I don't know. I mean, that isn't it. What kind of boys do you like? <laughs> What's your, like, what a movie star Pass. do you like? Like, what, Next you must question. have somebody you uh, would, if they came around, you would just be like, oh my God. He's beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of good-looking people in Hollywood. You have That's why they're Nobody hired. of one person Nothing's that you to like? Mind. Really? No. no. What about when you were a kid? Who was your teen idol crush? I don't remember. I don't you know, know. For me, it was Lee Majors from The Six Million Dollar Man. But for you, maybe it was, might have been a boy. <laughs> There's a great 30 <laughs> I wish Rock I was episode. kidding. <laughs> 
Anyway. What? No, tell me. Who, who is it? What were you going to say? The 30 Rock episode. I don't know. I totally just lost my train of thought. So you Sorry. really don't have... You don't remember as a kid who you had a crush on? I didn't was... have like an obsession when I was a kid. No. Do you like boys? <laughs> <laughs> What's your boyfriend like? What does he what does he like what does he look like? What famous celebrity does he look like? I don't know. Who do people tell you you look like? Um No one really. Yeah, I don't think you look like anybody. Um <laughs> uh, Mary's really pretty. No. Uh, just I'm just saying, I mean you are really pretty and um your voice does fit your your face and your look. But I don't know who you look like. I don't think I could describe you. You have pretty eyes, you have pretty face, um, and you're really cool. You have good hair. Although I do tell you, uh, I do tell you to color it all the time. Updates. Mary has like a gray patch, and she's young to have it. And I've told her to color it. The pistons are up. Aren't you glad you made that bet? The pistons are up on the Cavaliers. I mean, by like four in the first half or first quarter. Are you making fun? I'm not joking. I need that bet to win, or I'm in big trouble. They're up nineteen fifteen. Like, calm yourself. <laughs> It'll be fine. I was just describing you because uh, people want to know. Eh, I don't think they care. I think they do. <gasps> that's interesting. Well, I don't know. I guess that's our show for today. Unless there's something you wanted to discuss. Well, basketball wise. Um. Oh, my basketball news that I didn't. Oh right, you yeah, told yeah, me yeah. on the way here. You had big basketball news. I like. I personally have basketball news. Right, I got an alert it? on my phone. Tibbs is going to be the new Timberwolves coach. Who the hell is Tibbs? Thibodeau? I have no idea who that is. Are you serious? Yeah, I have no idea. He was the Boston assistant coach when we won, and then he was the Bulls coach, and he got fired last year unceremoniously. And now he's going to be the Timberwolves coach, which is crazy. So what are you saying? Because they have Wiggins and Towns, and it's just going to be madness. Now you have a fifth team that you're going to love? No, no, no. I just think that they're going to be like on the up and up. Because Tibbs is a very good... He's like a drill sergeant. He's an intense coach. And then they have Zach Levine, who's won the dunk contest Zach, and is that, crazy good. That's the guy who's in Star Trek, all the Star Trek movies? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, that's Zachary Quinto, sorry. <laughs> and then number one draft pick, Andrew Wiggins. Number one draft pick and soon-to-be-named Rookie of the Year, Carl Anthony Towns. So what are you saying? And that they're the gonna Timberwolves get are going to do really well next year? They're going to be Not a next year, but they're going to be like a very good young team and get developed. I'm, I'm excited to see the future of the the Timberwolves. People used to say that about the Nets early on, and they were wrong. Just saying. Do you know that the owner of... Wait, is it the Timberwolves or the Bucks? Who was in the draft two years ago? Who got were, the number one? Well, oh, no, no, the no, Sixers no. got, but um, it was between oh, the yeah, Sixers. Oh, yeah, that was on B. It was the Bucks, wasn't it? It was the Bucks, I think. The owner's daughter remember. of the Bucks is the hottest girl I've ever seen. <laughs> Good story. I mean... They when they had them all, you know, they had Dr. J representing the Sixers. They had her representing the Bucks. I hate that. Oh, this is so mean. He's he's a child, but that kid from Cleveland, the like son of the owner of the Cavs. I don't know who because they got the number one pick a bunch of times, and he just goes up there. He's like, "Oh, I'll take LeBron James." <laughs> Wait, he annoys me. Who? How old is he? I mean, at the time, he was like a child. He's probably my age. And what do you, what do you mean? Like what was it? What does he do? He would like, you know how it wasn't when they picked the players. It's when they picked the number. But he would come up and like get the because you know they do the balls and then yeah, they get the yeah. pick and they got the number so one. So he draft was joking pick. and he goes, "I'll pick LeBron James." That's kind of funny, isn't it? No, I don't think he actually said that. Oh. He's just like he's very. Because that like, would have been hilarious. Oh, I'm so famous. Yeah. Uh, anyway, th- he, does, does he remind you of this kid from Home Alone? 
I live across the street. You guys going out of town? We're going to Orlando, Florida. Well, actually, first we're going into Missouri to pick up my grandma. Do you know the McAllisters are going to France? Do you know if it's cold there? Do these vans get good gas mileage? Gee, kid, I don't know. Hit the road. Gee, kid, I don't know. Hit the road. Uh, do you remember that from Home Alone? I do. Uh, I was playing that because, <clears throat> do you remember the baseball player that had his kid come to uh, White Sox games every day? They just, no. Adam LaRoche, his name is. He... He just got. He just left the White Sox because they wouldn't let his kid come to the ballpark. He's been going there for three years, and I just pictured how funny would it be if his kid was just like that, like to all the other players. They're so annoyed by him. I guess he didn't, didn't find it that funny. Mm-hmm. Um, you keep checking your, but I, it's so funny. I can't stand when guests are using their phones when I'm talking to them. Sorry, but you were checking scores, so how can I ever blame you? I got to keep abreast. <laughs> All right, that's our show for today. All right, I, gotta, I hope the Cavaliers win. They got to win by ten and a half today, otherwise they'll I'm in huge win. trouble. They'll win. What else we got going on tonight? Um, we have Miami is playing Charlotte. And what's that score? Currently, it's seven. Ooh, I actually feel like I'm an announcer right now. <laughs> uh, Seventy-six, sixty-eight with seven minutes left in the third. The Heat. The Heat are up. Yeah. Oh yeah, so they're gonna do what you just said. Because I was going to bet Charlotte that one. I mean, and then the, Blazers Clippies tonight. Oh, and you like the Clippers to go big tonight. Yeah. Finish it off 2-0. and oh. It's going to be unbelievable. And then go back to Portland with something to prove. And go, <laughs> and go back to Portland with something to prove. <laughs> nice. Mary, you yeah. definitely know your NBA knowledge. It's thank very you. impressive. And mm-hmm. uh, thank you for uh, doing the show again. And we will of see course. you next week on the Dangerous Cup Podcast. Don't forget Godfather, May 3rd, Village Underground. See you then. <laughs>